Hallelujah, that's right. Well, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. We're so glad that you are here with us. You can be seated. We're going to gonna sing a little bit tonight. Hear some scriptures read about the Christmas story. Stand up and sing again. And yes. So it's going to be a, a great hour. We're glad the kids are here with us. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Yay, kids. All of us. Kids. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> Adult kids, remember? Kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, praise God! Well, we're going to begin uh, by lighting our Advent wreath. We've been going through a series, a sermon series, the last four weeks uh, on uh, Advent, and so we lit four weeks ago the hope candle. And we've said that the word Advent means coming, or it means arrival. Yes. And so what we've been talking about is the celebration of the arrival of Jesus Christ is our Savior. And so the hope candle just reflected on the hope, the everlasting, of ho- hope of everlasting life that we've been given through Christ. And then the next week, we lit the faith candle. And we spoke about how our salvation comes by grace through our faith. And the salvation is a gift of God. Yes. You cannot work to earn your salvation. So it is all by the grace of God, and it's through our faith when we believe in what Jesus did for us, that he came, born in a ba- as a baby, and died on a cross for the forgiveness of our sins. When we have faith in the message of the gospel, yes. then we can be saved. And so we talked about that the week of faith. And then we uh, spoke about joy. The joy candle was the third week. And we spoke about the joy of the Lord being our strength. And that really comes from just knowing that our sins have been forgiven and that God accepts us and that he has a plan and purpose for our life. And so even on our darkest days, um, when we think about eternal life and we think about eternity, Mm -hmm. it does give us a sense of joy, which brings strength to us that we can carry on that no matter what happens to us, in this life, we are living forever. Yes. We have an eternal hope in Christ, and that gives us an eternal joy. And then we lit the peace candle last week. And that peace candle, we spoke about uh, how through Jesus' birth and what he did for us, he reconciled us to God, that our relationship with God was broken because of sin. And because Jesus coming, because of his birth, because of his death, and because of his resurrection, the penalty for your sin and my sin has been fully paid for. And that's really good news. (laughs) And so we have peace with God. It's an awesome truth to recognize in a world that is so full of unrest and strife that we can have a restored and actual perfect relationship with God through what Jesus has done for us. And so the Advent wreath, It's just a beautiful symbol of eternal life because it's made out of pine and they are evergreens, which is symbolic of everlasting life. Mm -hmm. And then you just lit the last candle. That's, we light this on Christmas Eve. That's the love candle. Yes. And basically it's just a reminder to us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever would believe on him would not perish, but find everlasting life. And so love came down. And so we're celebrating Jesus coming, condescending to be born as a baby in a manger with one purpose, 
to come and take away our sins yes. so that we could be restored into an everlasting relationship with him. Praise God. And so we're going to go through some scriptures. Yeah, tonight, tonight we're, we're going to, uh, just an overview of the service, we're going to worship together in song, and then we're going to uh, read, uh, hear the story of Jesus' miraculous birth through scripture. And we're going to see what that entails, and we're going to ask God to bring revelation knowledge to us and how vital and how important it is that the things that happen happen the way they happened. This is really important. And then we're going to stand a little bit and sing and worship. And then at the end of the service, what we're going to do is we're going to have a candle. We're going to light the candle. Yeah, you'll see them underneath your seats. You can let them stay there until the end of the service. Yes, and then we'll sing Silent yes, Night. we'll all light our candles yes. and sing. And mm -hmm. Before we get started, uh, Pastor Ben, if you would come on up. Yeah. Yes. Well, just to echo what Pastor Steve and Mamie said, Merry Christmas. Thank you so much yes. for all coming out on this, uh, boy, frigid, yeah. frigid Christmas <laughs> Eve, right? Uh, just a couple quick quick announcements to let you know. Tomorrow, we will not have any services Christmas morning here, so please enjoy the time with your family, family and friends. Um, in the coming week, we will have prayer as we normally do on Tuesdays at 1030, and then Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock to 830. Please join us for that. If you have time off of work, great time to just join in and just allow God's, just enjoy God's presence here for prayer. Uh, we will have service on New, Year, New Year's Day to celebrate. Uh, so that Sunday, be sure and come back. We've got a lot of exciting things we want to talk to you about for the upcoming in the next year. Um, and then before we move into our service, just wanted to give everyone for the opportunity to worship God with your giving. Uh, if you're a, a regular coming here to CLC, you know that you can give through our app or you can give online. If this is your first time with us or this is maybe just you, you come, you know, for se seasonal services like this, thank you so much. We love having you here. Uh, and if you do want to give, please, you can feel welcome to do that. There's envelopes in the seat back in front of you. You could fill that out. And there's a little box on your way out just to, on the right side there that you could drop that in on your way out. And if uh, for anyone that's interested with tax-deductible giving, if you're interested for that for this year, it has to be received by December 31st for us to be able to apply that for it. So with that, we're so grateful that you're here with us. We're grateful that we're about to partake on this, this fun little Christmas Eve journey. And as, uh, if I could ask, let's stand up. Let's sing our next song, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God in sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph by highest heaven adored Christ the everlasting Lord laid in time behold him 
Prophesied 700 years before his actual birth. And uh, the prophets were foretelling that the future Messiah, the Savior of the world, would be born on the earth. And we will read in Isaiah what he had uh, prophesied about the birth of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he came as a child in his first advent, a child. And I think this is why many people didn't really understand or ignored him because he was like us. And what we're going to read here is from, well, when Christ came his first time, he was established in his eternal kingdom here on this earth. And all who are invited in and welcomed that were then part of that kingdom, an eternal kingdom filled with joy, peace, (laughs) love, and excitement for sure. But listen what Isaiah says. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there'll be no end. And he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establish and uphold it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forevermore. And the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Now, the story of Jesus' birth begins with the angel Gabriel coming and appearing to Mary. And we read in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, 
God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, to a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to marry a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused, disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever, and his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this be? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative, Elizabeth, has become pregnant in her old age. And people used to say that she was barren, but she's conceived a son. And now she's in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. And Mary responded, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Glory to God. And so the, the story of Jesus' birth continues. I'm going to be reading from Matthew chapter 1. And uh, this is how Joseph responded to hearing about Mary becoming pregnant. It says in verse 18, chapter 1, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, he was a righteous man and didn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to just break the engagement quietly. And as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. And all this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, and she'll give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel had told him. As the angel commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but he knew her not until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Now if you will all just stand, we're going to sing, He Shall Reign. Yeah. 
Joseph were traveling to Bethlehem, which was quite a journey considering that she was pregnant, and between walking and riding on a donkey would have been somewhere around 90 miles. We don't have much to complain about. <laughs> but it continues in Luke 2, 
verses 1 through 7, it says, At that time the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius, the governor of Syria, all returned to their ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, and now expecting the child. And while they were there, the time came for Mary to give birth to her baby. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them anywhere else. And that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Do not be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace to earth to those whom God has pleased. When the angels had returned to the heavens, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has just happened, which the Lord has just told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there, there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angels said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying God and praising God for all that they had seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. If we stand, we'll go ahead and sing together the Prince of Heaven. Yeah. 
as we begin to continue the story of the three wise men as they travel far away in search of the king of the Jews so that they can worship him. How far would we travel to worship him? In the cold weather, no matter what it is, how far would we go? So we're going to read from Matthew 2, 1 through 12. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judah during the reign of King Herod. But that time, some wise men from the eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting uh, of the leaders, priests, and teachers of religious laws and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem and Judah, they said, for that is what the prophets wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you, who will be the shepherd of my people, Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star had first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come. Come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way and, this, and, they, and the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Go ahead, you may stand with us as we sing Midnight Clear. It came upon the midnight clear, that glorious song of old. From angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men from heaven, all gracious King. 
the world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels say. Still through the cloven skies they come with peaceful wings unfurled, and still their heavenly music floats through all the weary world. And man and war with man is not the love song which they sing. Oh, hush the noise and cease the strife and hear the angels sing.
chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. This is the Word of God made flesh. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was God in the beginning, and through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind, and that light shines in the darkness and the darkness has never overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world didn't recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own didn't receive him. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and full of truth. So let's stand now and we're going to sing, O Holy Night.
there's a candle underneath everybody's seat. If you'd reach down and grab hold of that. Parents, help your children with this when we light it, please. <laughs> we are up to date on our insurance, but <laughs> oh. you know it's a, a a great scripture that uh, Jesus proclaimed in John chapter eight, verse twelve. He says, "I am the light of the world." Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. When you and I surrender our life to Christ, like Pastor Mamie says, it's, it's by grace, through faith, we're saved. You simply believe. It's not by works. You simply believe what Jesus did for you. We read the scripture that all who did believe, all who did receive him, they have been, have the authority to be called children of God, children of God. It's pretty amazing. So when you do surrender your life to Christ, the spirit, the, the very core of your being, your spirit comes into life. Light is dawning in your own heart. He declares, he is the light of the word, world, and then he says, you're the light of the world. The Bible declares that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And when we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, life gets changed. We find the real purpose of our life, the whole point of our life. We find value in our life because of what Jesus Christ did for us. And if you're here tonight and you have never given your life to Jesus, this is the gift of God. It is, he is the love song of God to you personally. And it's a simple prayer that it takes just by simply believing what he did. And if that's you tonight, let's, let's everybody bow our head and say this. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I receive Jesus. I'm asking you to come into my heart. Lighten my spirit that I no longer walk in darkness. Forgive me of my sin and help me to live for you this day forward. Now I'll light my candle. I'm behind you guys.
one last song. Silent night. Let's sing this. And don't forget that we need to share the light that is within us to everyone around us, especially during this time. from God he calls you his very own child he calls you his son his daughter Jesus himself says you're my brother you're my sister 
we are welcome to the very throne room of God. And he's promised never to leave us, never forsake us. All we need to do is just yield our hearts to him and ask him for help. He's quick and ready to help. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. As you go on out there, you can take these home if you'd like. And there is a basket back there you can set these in. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great evening.